How do you solve world-level problems with entrepreneurship? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of world problem-solving learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. You know that, right? What's more important is who you are. You, my friend, are a driven entrepreneur, or perhaps you're one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actual advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game, your game in life, your game in business, your game in relationships, your internal game. Because as we already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. And talking about taking little steps, yeah? If you're getting some value from this show, take some little steps for me. Go on down there and take the little step of hitting that subscribe button. Take that little step of giving us a five-star rating. And then, of course, leaving us some kind words in the reviews. Heck, I, you don't have to leave even leave kind words. Leave your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, what do you want to know? Do you have questions? I read each and every one of those reviews, so I would be able to answer that question. And on top of that, these subscribes, ratings, and reviews are your way of telling those podcast platforms out there that you are getting the value, that we're bringing the fire, and they give us a little kick up in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So please, take a little steps, take a moment, show the love, and help spread the word. I appreciate you. So on Monday's episode, I got onto my soapbox a little bit and went into a little bit of rant about uh, standing up for what you believe in. And, you know, in some of the events I've been to of late and the things we've watched happen over the past, obviously the past year has been pretty magnified, but I think these things have been like a, a slow boil coming up on us over, I don't know, a maybe a decade or more. Um, and so you, you ask the question, and I don't mean you, but I think it's the ubiquitous you. How do we solve these problems? How do we solve these world problems? And that gets you thinking a little bit. At least it should. And I think the answer really is right in front of every one of us, especially those that will be the ones listening to a show like this. The answer is entrepreneurship. Because if you think about it, one of the amazing things about entrepreneurs is they tend not to see walls. And if they do see them, they burrow under them. They go around them. They jump over them. They bust right the hell through them, right? But generally, they don't even see the barriers. Uh, their interpretation, their view of these obstacles is simply that there's a challenge in front of them there's an issue in front of them. There's a problem in front of them that they can solve. Not they have to solve. Not that they need to solve. 
but that they can solve. And I think another unique thing about those entrepreneurial souls I've been lucky enough to meet or learn from over my time on this planet is they think a little differently, right? They have a unique uh, thought process and they innovate, right? They create. I mean, think about Steve Jobs. I mean, he created a tool uh, that's in our hands that has totally changed our lives and the way we look at things and the way we communicate with each other. Whether you think that's good or bad, um, it's completely different than anything you had prior to that. Think about it, right? Yeah, I feel you nod your head. But if I loop back to some of the traits, like I was mentioning, uh, of an entrepreneur, it, their creativity, right? They're just, wow. Um, they have an optimism. You know, if you remember back to the episode where Zach Babcock was on and he was talking about his belief in, I'm going to do this, period, end of story. And I'm going to jump off the cliff and grow wings on the way down. That's an optimistic view right? There's also a certain level of determination. There's a high level of determination in that same view. And then many entrepreneurs have this desire to serve. And on top of that, a desire to disrupt, right? And I don't mean that in a rebellious sense. I mean, the marketplace is running, you know, maybe it's this smooth, calm river coming down here. And they're like, no, we need to shake this up, right? We need to throw something new into the mix. I'm going to take this new amazing tool and I'm going to drop it right in the middle of that calm pond and send the ripples out across the lake right? And now you know everything goes around that new rock that's in there and absorbs it and works with it. It's, I think that was probably a bad analogy, right? <laughs> but they certainly have this desire to disrupt the marketplace, usually with their creativity and their optimism and their determination that ends up creating these whole new ways of thinking. Again, I come back to the uh, Steve Jobs analogy and all the tools he brought to us across his lifetime. And if we had, I don't know, more people out there that believed, uh, that, you know, uh, imbued these traits and demonstrated them on a daily basis, and there's lots of them out there, but they're hiding in the shadows, I think, right? Um, uh, I think if we had more of, of these folks out there at higher levels of running municipalities, states, uh, counties, you know, countries, whatever you want to want to say, I think there might be uh, solutions that will uh, show up very quickly. Because if you think about it, uh, one of the things I think would really solve so many problems would be the creation of, let's say, economic opportunity. Whether that be here in our country in some of the economic downtrodden areas or in other developing countries. And one of the best ways to do that, and our entrepreneurs do that every single day by encouraging everyone. If you talk to an entrepreneur who's even the smallest minute amount of successful, they're encouraging everyone around them to start a business that they are passionate about, right? And that kind of thing just kind of creates a whole new way of thinking that I think would solve uh, so many of the world's problems. But here's some other reasons, right? I think inside of that, you know, starting your own business, being an entrepreneur helps people create their own wealth. 
Huh? Right? And one of the biggest problems we have in this world and in society is, is poverty, right? And we have so many people that, that donate money to others that need it. And don't get me wrong. I think donating money is a phenomenal thing, right? You need to do that to help those people in need. But I think it would be so much more uh, powerful and self-invigorating to help those people that are suffering in poverty by helping them, teaching them, right, to build their own wealth, right? Build that own, wow, I did this myself. I brought myself from my bootstraps. Oh, my, that would do so much more from keeping them from going back into poverty. And I know when I talked to the, uh, and I can't remember her name off the top of my head, and I don't have it in my notes here, the lady that started um, Gobble Dogs would certainly echo this sentiment as she donates a, a portion of her profits to local organizations for um, underprivileged, ki underprivileged kids to learn entrepreneurship, right? So she's doing the very thing I'm talking about here teaching those that don't have how to create so that they can have. And, and you think about that, that, that leads right into the next one here, was it makes the world more efficient. Entrepreneurs by nature are all about solving problems. And once you once they solve that problem, right, that they see a problem in front of them and they go out there and they create a tool or a solution for that problem, then they're faced with a new problem. Well, how do I scale that? Because if I can fix that problem for these one, two, ten people, now I need to be able to do that same amount, uh, that same thing for a thousand people, ten thousand people, a million people. All right, sometimes they're going to scale. So now you got to create efficiencies, right? That's when you become this operational le uh, leader. You start creating operations and you make them leaner and more efficient so that you can uh, create, continue to create that wealth for yourself and pass that along. I mean, you got to think about things. Where can I trim? Where do I reshot? Maybe it's not about trimming. Sometimes it's just about reorganizing your resources differently or looking at your resources. You know, you're not the, per the right resource for that slot. You would be better over here and I need to find the right person for that slot. So you need to find ways to get more capital so that you can scale faster, right? There's a whole different type of solution, but entrepreneurs begin to create uh, focus on becoming more efficient in their problem solving. And then they use problem solving to become more efficient. It's this amazing um, journey, the cycle of creating and and refining, creating and refining and problem solving, creating, refining. It's, it's, it's awesome. And if you think about that, it almost begs the question, don't you think a process like this of creating and then, you know, seeing, first of all, seeing, uh, the, the potential solution, creating that potential solution and then refining it, you know, making it more efficient is kind of an art form, right? It's just, a, it's a different way of thinking. And I think we can learn from our entrepreneurial friends out there and their focus on efficiency. And from that learning, I think we could solve so many problems that are happening in this world around us today. Now, as I mentioned earlier, our entrepreneurial-minded uh, folks 
are optimists. I know I can fix that problem. I don't know how yet, but I know I can fix that damn problem. I'm going to get out there and then do that. The great thing about entrepreneurs is they are by nature optimistic right? This power of optimism is so important in, pro in problem solving internally inside themselves in the business they're trying to build as well as the world, which is what we're talking about here. And I think this just really brings home the point that if we don't believe we can solve a problem, well, then we're right. We can't solve it like Henry Ford is. Whether you believe you can or believe you can't, probably right. I think everyday entrepreneurs are out there using their own sense of optimism to come up with solutions that everyday folks, non-entrepreneurs, would currently believe is impossible. And so many times you'll hear them tell that entrepreneurial person, you can't do that. The entrepreneurial person goes out there and does it and says, how'd you do that? Right? They're, they're literally flabbergasted how they could imagine if you just had all the current entrepreneurs out there focused on solving the world's problems. I, I believe it can happen. Right? I believe you can do this. We just have to encourage everyone to consider some sort of entrepreneurship so that they can shift their thinking from that kachunka, kachunka, kachunka cubicle working thinking. And it's not for everybody. I, I get it. Entrepreneurship's not for everybody. But I think there's plenty of entrepreneurs that are hiding in the cubicles right now out of fear. Yeah. Imagine the self-worth they would have. And this comes to the next point. If they got out there and drove towards that dream that they believed in inside and started making it happen. See, by creating, inspiring more people to become entrepreneurs, we can change people's perception of their own self-worth, right? Self-worth, if you think about it by definition, is about someone's own sense of self, right? What is their, their value that they give themselves? What is the worth that they feel they have as a person? When they create something in, in the entrepreneurial world, where you create a business, that allows them to be self-sufficient. This comes back to you know, teaching those folks earlier that I was mentioning. When you teach someone to be self-sufficient and give them the ability with their own business to care for their family, it gives them this empowering sense of accomplishment and internal worth that is second to none. They can go from living a life of relying on handouts and other people, right? which obviously has this, you know, the opposite, a negative effect, slowly chipping away at them to this shoulder, head held high, shoulders back, Superman cape coming off there, uh, off, off behind them kind of feeling. It's like, ah, oh, man, how amazing is that? So we just increase this self-worth. And again, this comes to the next one, right? It reduces the needs for handouts. If you got more people out there creating and becoming self-sufficient, right? People out there creating their own wealth, they don't require handouts anymore. Then they just don't, right? Entrepreneurs don't sit around and hope for someone to give them, right, an amazing business. They don't sit around and hope that someone's going to do this or going to do that when the money runs out. No, no. Entrepreneurs are out there busting hump, grinding away, making things happen. Entrepreneurs realize that they have to get up, get out there, and create their own vision. 
They've got to make it out of nothing, right? Even if no one else around them believes in what they're doing, they still stand up, take a step, and repeat, right? And when they do that, when they do create that, they, again, it comes back to that self-worth, right? Wow, I start, I did this, right? In that process, they're reducing the need for handouts, huh? And when you reduce that need for handouts, now those f those funds are freed up for other uses. So now this is a compounding effect. I've taken the funds that I was using to give to this person over here because they need it. Well, now that person over there is creating their own funds. Positive A. Now I can take the funds I was giving to that person and I can put it towards something else. Now I've doubled what is happening as a result and and here it is the person that was now getting the funds as a handout that is now creating funds well they can participate in the giving of funds to those that are unable to create their own now we've tripled it you feel me on this and talk about tripling things talk about speeding things up here's another point right here the more entrepreneurs you have the more innovation you're going to have. <laughs> oh my gosh. One of the amazing things about entrepreneurship is that it gets out there and it encourages, it increases, it stimulates innovation. It speeds it up because, hey, an entrepreneur's goal is to make, you know, be able to earn some cash. And to earn some cash, you have to look at your market, your audience. You have to solve a problem. That's innovation, y'all. There's no other way to say it. That is the recipe for success. Look at your market. Look at your tribe, your audience. See what it is they're struggling with. What is their pain point? Create a solution for that pain point, and they'll pay you for it. And with the power of the internet, you have a, a recipe for easier success. It just can't be outdone. It's so much easier today than it was yesteryear. And, and think about the tools that have been created, say, over the past decade or so, right? Uber. Uber came out of nowhere. Uh, PayPal. I know PayPal's been around a while now, but think about it. A pain point. I need to be able to have a safe way to take my money and transfer it to that person over there without giving them access to my bank account or my credit card information. Bam! There you go. A problem and somebody came along and they solved it and the number of problem-solving solutions that are coming around are just getting exponential think about this video is a great advertising medium right it's great to use on your it's engaging use it on your sales pages use it on your web page obviously YouTube videos right so video is a great medium to use for uh, selling and articulating messages Editing video used to be super, super hard. And I know I had Ray Lane on the show early on when we first started. I mean, we're talking about way back in episode 27 here. And he actually was one of those guys that were getting big money, um, you know, doing video editing and creating video solutions. Nowadays, you can create videos cheap i mean super super cheap uh you said well tiktok's a perfect example of that but i'm talking about if you create a video out of nothing with animated graphics there are tools out there that allow you to do it for 49 dollars. that is a problem that someone came along and created a solution and these solutions just keep happening faster and faster and faster what problem are you seeing in your market what problem are you having Create a solution for that because I'm willing to bet other people that are like you are having that same problem and would pay for your solution.
And, you know, that's, you just need that that seed of an idea. And there, there, here is the next one. And I'm going to cut this short here because it's running a little long and I like to keep the solo episodes, episodes easier to digest. But having this, I mean, you can, hopefully you can hear my voice, the excitement, right? This kind of excitement and idea creation is contagious. I mean, if we think about the, uh, the video example I just gave, I know the, the, I'm speaking and thinking of a specific company like videos and they have thousands. I'd be willing to bet tens of thousands of users on their product using it day after day after day, month after month. And they've been around a, a few years now. And it, it's that, that idea that a good idea is contagious. And I guess you can figure out how contagious your idea is by how many people would adopt it. So if we go back to what I was saying earlier, you're, ha you're facing an issue and you create a solution for that. And if you go out and share that idea of a solution to others and they're like, Oh my God, I would so do that. That's a contagious idea. Right? See, if, if entrepreneurs didn't have ideas, right? I think society would just stop growing. And the world's problems, you know, uh, best case scenario would stay the same. I think actually where the world's problems would begin to magnify even faster because I think some of the things entrepreneurs are doing out there right now are slowing the problem growth of the world, right? So I think for us, for us entrepreneurs, uh, we need to be committed to solving problems and having those good ideas so that we can encourage others to have good ideas and solve problems so that they can, that can be used to keep elevating up and solve the world's problems. I'm actually going to spending some time on idea generation over some upcoming episodes. I've been writing some um, articles uh, about idea generation. Actually, a whole product around that that I want to share with you uh, over some upcoming episodes. So keep your ear open for that. But I want to leave you with one last idea why I think the power of entrepreneurship can really solve the world's problems. Uh, I think one of the major challenges our society, uh, our world is facing is that so many look at the problems and think they're someone else's problems like they're not a part of this world hello right and maybe you're looking at a problem you're looking at the news and you're seeing some problem over on the other side of the world and maybe it's not your problem but maybe it is because as you look around your own community your own state your own country is that problem impacting what's going on with you and your world even in the slightest yeah Part of being an entrepreneur is being responsible and taking ownership. Entrepreneurship demonstrates this power of responsibility in today's that that today's society needs to be encouraged. It encourages everyone to do something with their life. Don't just sit back on the couch and watch everything on TV, uh, on your big screen, on your little screen that's in your hand. Get involved. Get out there, create your idea, create your problem-solving idea for those that you know would pay for it. It teaches you entrepreneurship. It teaches you not to sit around and wait for that solution. Just to damn well come up with it on your own. And when you do come up with your own solution, 
Entrepreneurship then teaches you to share it with the world, whether that be for free or in exchange for value of money or exchange for value of other services, but to share it with the world in as many ways as you can and be a proud, just be proud of being able to share it, right? Be proud of what it is you're doing and build that confidence inside to create that next idea. I think if we look around, you can ask yourself, those that maybe, and I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but those that maybe pushed some agenda during the COVID you know, events of 2020, do you think they want more couch potatoes or they want more self-sufficient entrepreneurs? Hmm? Yeah, it's a good question. I know the world needs more self-sufficient entrepreneurs, and I know the world is going to need a few couch potatoes, but I think we have far too many couch potatoes at this point. Uh, we need more entrepreneurs out there formulating a plan for success um, so that people can take charge of their own future, so that they can rise above the difficulties that we're seeing right now and formulate something incredible for themselves and for you. And for me as well. All right. Phew. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family. Next episode on Friday, we're going to chat a bit more about the traits of an amazing idea. All right. Now, I know you want to keep getting all this value you're getting from this podcast. Oh, and by the way, maybe you're thinking of uh, starting your own podcast, right? Yeah, maybe uh, this little bit of energy is like, hey, I'm going to start my own podcast. Tracy's got a thing going on there. He's, I have something I want to share with folks out there. If you're looking to launch your podcast, or maybe you have one already and you're looking for a little help with the editing and promotion of it, or maybe you're looking to monetize that puppy, right? Reach out to me, Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com, or you can go to darkhorseschooling.com forward slash coaching. Fill out that form in there. Let's chat. Let's get together on a power huddle session i will make sure you walk away with that session that free session with a success plan again that's darkhorseschooling.com forward slash coaching let's see how i can be of service to you in helping you start restart or kickstart your business or your podcast. Now, I know you want to keep getting all the value I'm being able to bring with these solo episodes and the amazing interviews I can bring on. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. While you're down there, drop us a five-star rating and some kind words in the reviews. Ask a question, leave some comments. I read each and every one of them. And again, these subscribes, ratings, and reviews are your way of telling the podcast platforms out there that you're getting the value so that they'll lift us up in the rankings a little bit so that we we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. Please take a moment, show the love, and help spread the word. All right, you get out there. You run your race. Go out there and solve some world problems. Get your results, and then let me hear about them. You already got the email address. Seriously, I want to celebrate with you. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.